morning when I wake up, uh, money on my mind, go time to get kicked up, uh, sunshine coming through my blinds, I'm living, but, really though, it's never enough, 10 billion, that's a must, living in California, everybody wanna visit, for. What's up? Okay. Hello, Los Angeles, and welcome to another episode of my so-called LA Life, a podcast dedicated to the realities of living in Los Angeles and all its glorious bullshit. Also your guide on how to survive the mean streets of LA. My name is Natalia, and right in front of my face, I have my producer, co-host. He's a snake bite, and he is a Spider-Man enthusiast. Oh, yeah. Eric Sanchez here. Um... Spider-Man enthusiast, yes. You know what a snake bite is, though? Um, no. Half brown, half black beer. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought that was called a uh, black and tan. Oh, it could be a black and tan. It is a black and tan. <laughs> a snake bite's like a shot with like No, fucking... but no, a snake bite is also, it's like a it's like a Stella with a Guinness. Oh, no, no, no. It's apple cider. with that. They're definitely a snake bite. It's apple like a, cider. It's like apple sweet? cider with a with like a dark with a dark beer. But I am, anyway, I actually, actually, I'm very much an apple cider because I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm slightly I'm light skinned but I'm also very effervescent. Very like I there's sweet. a slight feminine quality going on. Okay, I'll, I'll agree with you on that. And uh, what's the other mix in there? Black. Black what? From the waist down. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I tell them. Um, what? What? Uh, okay. Hey. Hi. We're back. I I totally caught you off guard with that one, but I love doing that in my little intros. Yeah, sure. You know, I, mean, I like to leave you speechless. What can I say? I just remember working at a bar and like getting a black and tan and being like, I didn't know I had a drink. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's move on. Okay. How's Los Angeles for you? I can tell you how my Los Angeles is for me right now. I am like. Going through shit. Did you just ask me a question and then like turn into and then ask yourself a question immediately? I like it. Okay, go. Pretty much, okay. yeah. Because I have a feeling you have How more to say. How's LA for you, Natalia? Okay. Um. You well, you know, LA has been breathing down my neck lately, but I am the Teflon Don, so fuck that. I don't care. Can we talk about how you are actually now the most? I said on our on our last show how you are a good um spokesperson for um an actor in a, like a whitewashing type situation, Oh, right? yeah, yeah. But also now you've upped your street cred because now you have two jobs and you're doing some Hollywood shit, right? So now you're like the epitome of, okay, look, if anybody wants to come to Hollywood, you are going to turn into a Natalia, okay? Because you, you have go. to work your fucking ass off here and, and still, still get nowhere. do this shit. <laughs> and still have to come to this shit and be like, hey, welcome to my show. I haven't slept in two weeks. Pretty much. That's pretty much my life right now. But how but, do you like um, it? How do you like it? Uh, yeah, I'm working two jobs. I'm still trying to fit, obviously, my podcast in. I, I'm... I am the epitome of independent, don't need no man woman. And uh, okay. like, a, I'm Hello? a strong black woman over here. What can I say? <laughs> uh, all right. That's going to go into our topic. This yeah, is great. It definitely. But um, I will say something, and you're going to make fun of me for okay, this. Here we go. Uh, I did something super LA about two weeks ago, and uh, I uh, got myself um, a hit and run. <laughs> no, I, I do that like almost every weekend. No, um, I got myself a little spiritual guide, like a spiritual life coach. And okay. that is so LA. But I felt like I needed it because I need to go somewhere where I, it's not really a psychiatrist or a psychologist because I don't really need them like dissecting my brain because that doesn't need to be touched. Uh, I feel like it's more my soul. So I just pay somebody to tell me how great I am. What's always your soul? I think <laughs> I think that's a problem is we think that our brains are fucked up. But you know what I mean? Yeah, but, but our brains really... are just curious, I think. You know what I mean? Like when like a psychologist, you go to a psychologist and he's like, They well, make you tell think about, about stuff that yeah. you don't even care. Some Scientology shit. They're like, tell me all the bad stuff. It's like, why? So you could like molest me in some hypnotherapy? Like this is weird. So <laughs> I love how you like straight go into molesting and hypnotherapy. The, the whole shit's fucking weird. All right, so, <laughs> but I think I think that's really cool, and, and it's a it's very much an LA thing because yeah. LA and excuse me Hollywood especially, it beats you down so much that at the end of all of it, or not even at the end of all of it, like weeks into it, you're like, I need Jesus or something. Now, like something needs to help well, me that's, handle this stuff. That, that's pretty much what it was. Because like, the drugs aren't working. <laughs> like the drugs are definitely not working. <laughs> the drugs got me depressed. You're supposed to get me up. No, but um, seriously, I think that was like my train of thought. I'm like, I don't really need to go to like a doctor or a professional because it's definitely not mental. 
I mean, when you realize that everyone else around you is crazy, exactly. It's like, it's like if you're in, in a sane asylum, like I need to see a doctor. Exactly. You, like it's definitely not a mental thing. I think it's more of a spiritual thing, and I think I think I need more of that in my life because I already rationalize things way too much, you know, and I already kind of live a very realistic type of existence. So I don't I don't need more reality in my life. I need more yeah. spirituality in my or life. Overthought. I think. That yeah. What it provides is just that we overthink every fucking thing. yeah and if you're just like a driven person of course you overthink if you're like above an idiot you're you're probably overthinking a lot of things whether it's your existence whether it's your your job your, your job, relationships your everything check, your yeah. relationships just like oh, your fucking parking situation there's so much going on to mm-hmm. be kind of inundated by yeah that at the end of the day like if you don't have anything that you actually like uh believe in mm-hmm. other than yourself you know everyone here oh yeah well, you know i'm the shit yeah i get it but if you don't have like any faith in anything, yeah, knowing that there's like a greater good out there, or maybe that there's someone there's some who light. has your there's, back, there's positive or, things out there. Yeah, maybe yeah, there's positive things surrounding you as opposed to all the negativity surrounding mm-hmm. you. If you don't have that, it's very easy to get super caught up. And, yeah, and think about Hollywood too. And is think like, about and not. I'm sorry to cut you off, but yeah. I, I mean it's funny that you say that because anybody that listens to my show, they know I can tend to be very cynical person which is fine like i i take pride in my cynicism honestly i am a jew half puerto rican half jew so that part's definitely very very apparent Cynical um, neurotic. yeah <laughs> but um at the same time i think the whole spirituality part came about is how to sometimes let all that cynicism a little bit off to the side and uh focus on yourself and focus on Really how, how good you can be and, and all the good that you're bringing into this world and all, all the positive things that you can actually bring to this world. So that was my that was my my thing behind having this spiritual coach. And I think anybody out there, Hollywood and Arizona, I don't know, Florida, um, it's good to find some some sort of spirituality. It doesn't have to be religious. It's just like you said, definitely some faith in something and faith in yourself that you can you can get through life and all the obstacles that life bring you know brings about. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna throw a crazy option out there for you. Okay. And and, and all you people in Hollywood, especially, this is gonna sound crazy and super like you know alt facts, alt reality <laughs> here, but like I don't know, God, maybe like. Maybe like Jesus. Good old fashioned God. Like, good old, like if it all works, okay, if it all doesn't work that? out, all right? If it all, and, and look. Wait, let's keep it real. The only Jesus people know here, they're making your tacos or mowing your lawn. Or washing your car. But, yeah. And they're trying to get rid of them. So the thing is like, I'm not like a, I'm not like a Bible thumper at all, right? Which isn't a great term, but you know, I'm not like a, a Jesus lover. Well, I am a Jesus lover, but it's, it's like, uh, I don't like to, like to actually push that because I don't go to church. Yeah, I'm not like doing all this shit, right? What I'm doing is I I have like little scriptures I read in the morning, and then but I still read my horoscope, and I'm still like I got Virgin Marys all over my fucking house and an altar. This lady has my back. I have an altar with like my dead dad and grandmother there looking over me. So I'm constantly surrounding myself with these um, kind of spiritual yeah um, um, guidance. These like idols and shit yeah. like that too because like one I grew up in a bunch of different stuff all and, I, and it was all bullshit at the end of the day because I still saw like you know a struggling mother and stuff like that so I didn't necessarily uh, believe in like in the church mm-hmm. but I think as I got older and shit started getting like pretty wild with drugs and just like not having any sense of self yeah, that faith has really helped me at least recently but I refuse to go to the to a church just because yeah, you, like, you refuse that to do the co- that, yeah, conventional. Like, I don't have to. Yeah. Well, that's the reason I went. Like I could, I could go to the synagogue. In fact, today's Passover. Today's the first day of Passover. I could be having heathen. A, yeah, is I, there heathens in in, in Jewish culture? <laughs> no, heathens? not really. No. Um, I could be. No, having, hey, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I could be actually having a seder today. You know, I, I could be. What's that? It's it's a whole different it's a whole different podcast. But um, that sounds like food. I could be doing that, but I'm not because I don't. That for me is not what I'm looking for. What like you said, what I'm looking for is, is something is something greater than institutionalized religion. And yeah. what I'm looking for is it's it's having having the faith in myself, knowing that there's a greater path out there. And that's the reason why I decided to get a spiritual coach. But okay, we'll let this go a little bit because this could be a whole podcast in itself. And let's ask how your Los Angeles is going. <sighs> How's my Los Angeles? Okay, so my Los Angeles is going pretty well. Yeah. I've, I've been I've been more of a 
an isolationist in recent months, uh, <laughs> in this year, actually. Okay. Because I'm just noticing um, a lack of, I want to say, like, creativity and overall just kind of, like, um, energy mm-hmm. in the town. Yeah. Um, I think with with this past year and all the crazy shit that's happened, the fucking elections and all that stuff. Yeah. An election was only a small thing. A lot of things happened in the news yeah, over, over the course of the year. But when you look at like Hollywood news or when you look at like just like the Hollywood energy, it's kind of like the same old shit. And I think a lot of people year to year hope and pray that we get a little better, especially here in, in, in regards to a lot of things like race relations, fucking parking, like all, all kinds of all kinds of stuff or problems. We hope they get a little a little bit better. We grow a little bit here. Um, and I'm not seeing too much growth. I feel we're definitely taking a step back. I think we're taking a step back. A huge I think we're not topic. actually taking a step. I think we're just still standing still. Yeah. And you're right. There might be a step back because I'm seeing a lot of the same stuff that's happening in Hollywood and in the media that is the is the problem. And it's not like – I get the kids are saying that they want to be their own thing and they look like a bunch of weirdos. And then you know our generation is saying like, okay, we want to be the voice and we want to have an effective change. And then you have – the people who you know have kind of been in charge of the whole thing still doing the same stuff yeah well let let's get to the to the nitty gritty of what we're trying to say because we definitely have a bone to pick and right. it's 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 no <laughs> i'm it's, sad for you la that's it, what i'm it, trying it's, to say it's this not is like it's sad. not hidden and it's very apparent and let's talk about the whole pepsi fiasco because we really 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 need to get into this um it would be it would be sad if pe- people like us that live in this uh, culture media and the hub of it, pretty much. This yeah, is yeah. Los Angeles. We are the creators of everything that's going on around the world. We really are. Um, it would be sad if we didn't talk about this. And the Pepsi commercial that just came out with Kendall Jenner, and it has everybody up, like, riled up. And I get it, and I see why. And for you, those of you that haven't even seen the commercial, let's just... Uh, Let's just like do a little like recap on the commercial. So sure. it's pretty much um, all these uh, ethnic millennials in some sort of inner city mecca. It could be New York. It could be Chicago. It could be L.A. It could be anywhere. Right. I think it's in another country. I think they said it's in like in- Indonesia somewhere. somewhere. Well, it, it's definitely a very. A I could very- be wrong. It's very city. It's very mecca. It's very. There's a yeah, lot of different. Urban, very urban. Very urban, but still kind of, you know, urban posh because they're doing a photo shoot exactly. right there in the middle of it. But... So it could be San Francisco. <laughs> exactly. Um, and Kendall Jenner is over there taking a, uh, like a photo shoot, and she has blonde hair. Yes. And she sees all these you know, people walking out in protest, but it's kind of like a happy protest and peace signs and everybody's smiling. It looks smiling. like the gay pride parade yeah. on Santa Monica. It's not, I don't think they're really protesting anything but like being alive and like living. Well, because... first of all, if you go to a protest and see every single race and like a bunch of little kids and no like adults, you got a fucking problem. <laughs> exactly. Okay? What are you weird... protesting against? I'd be like, Air? look at, yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> what are these like, and everyone has like, nose piercings and people are throwing up like the devil horns and shit and people are like well, anyway, and, so, oh god so she's doing a photo shoot and then suddenly one of the protesters like gives her a little look and says come on come on out now Kendall Jenner proceeds to take wait wait she also did half the photo shoot and the shit was just going by and she was like this is bothering me this is this is <laughs> happening and then a boy comes and she's like wait I, I forgot I'm kind of a Kardashian so I need the D exactly so, so it said she rips off her wig and Throws it at like the local black girl who's exactly. like her stylist. Right? Throws it at the stylist like <laughs> I don't the need this stylist bitch. in the face <laughs> yeah. who's not protesting because she has a job. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then she has brown hair and she proceeds to walk with the protesters and then goes up to a cop and gives her a freaking Pepsi can and life is beautiful again as we know it and nobody's gonna get shot or bombed that day. She she hands it to the cop who is not wearing riot gear. So he looks out of place. Yeah, right? definitely. Every every cop in every nation now owns riot gear, right? Definitely. So he's not in riot gear, so it's obviously not uh, a protest. He's it, like a traffic cop, honestly. <laughs> you know what it looked like when when I saw the cops? It looked like they were shooting a commercial. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, like it was fake. 
everything about like it was be, fake. It, like beyond fake almost. It was like so contrived. It was it, it was like so and so forced and the cop is like young but then he he's kind of cute but he's kind of not. It's ridiculous. It's so offensive on so many levels. So okay. let me know how and when I could jump in okay. and just fucking stab this to death. So, I'm going to start and I know you're going to finish cuz you're going to you're going to really dissect it for us. For me what I find most offensive about this commercial is how dare you put a white Kendall Jenner who has a white mom and another white mom now because you know yeah yeah exactly so has two white moms that she came out of and you put her in a blonde wig all right and she has her elitist entitled model rich life okay and then suddenly for the sake of her being able to go into protest she takes off her blonde wig suddenly she's a white girl with black hair and she is the voice of ethnic people now because she let her, she's the leader yeah she's the leader because she let her blonde wig out and she let her natural dark hair come through let's not forget about the fact that she comes out of a white vagina but, is, but isn't that <laughs> and, almost... now, and now and now she's the leader of okay. ethnic of the ethnic voice if they were looking for a brunette who's fair skin i could have done that commercial do you understand what I'm saying? So you're more and, mad that you weren't in the commercial. No, I kind of have a little Kendra. Kendra <laughs> way. I'm looking no, right now. No, but this is but this, this is, is what Kendall. I'm saying. How dare they put her as the voice and the leader of everything racially that is going on nowadays in this society because she's part of the Kardashian clan or because she has brown hair? I, I don't. Which one? Both? I don't get it. Okay, okay. So let's go to how she's. Ta- oh, I love this. This is gonna be honestly. This is already our best episode, only because, <laughs> only because internally I'm furious. I know we are and like I, and I love, seething over here. I love to be mad. If anyone knows me, they're like I'm super moody. I love to be mad, and I'm really mad right now, and it makes me happy. Is that weird? No, I Anger love it makes too. Me happy. Anger okay. makes me happy too. Go so check ahead. This shit out. <laughs> So this chick rips off her blonde wig, right? And then wipes off, like, her shitty, like, fucking chola lipstick. And she's like, blech. And she's like, let me take off this. <laughs> this is fake. She's like, let me take off my mask. My mask. Because I'm fake right now. I need to be real. Okay? Yeah. Okay. So then. <laughs> she kept it really real. So by being real now, she's walking away from her set. So now she's wasting all these people's time. Right? Exactly. Because there's a lot of money put into that. But who cares? Because this is, like, anti-establishment. We're millennials striking back. She jumps into a crowd. Of a bunch of people who are a little overly dressed up too, so they're all wearing their masks. So she <laughs> takes off like her mask. It's more like a carnival going on it, than a it, protest. It, it really is. It looks like a eunuch fucking like Illuminati carnival. <laughs> like it, it looks like the insane clown posse came into town. It does look and like they decided to make a whole carnival, and everybody was like, "Oh, insane clown posse's put your makeup like on." A, it was like an ICP thing, right? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Oh my god, that's all right, hilarious. So then she jumps into this thing now. First of all, she's rocking like all denim or something because I guess that's what she. But she wasn't even wearing that in the shoot, you know. Like when she did all that, now she comes out in like like a street, denim her on streetwear, denim, her streetwear clothes, like Who a cares? denim on denim, which is super cool. But like she's a little overdressed, okay. So then she walks out. Now she's with all these weird people who are like overly pierced and making out, and like their signs don't make no fucking sense. They're no, Pepsi they don't. Signs. And they walk down the street, and then she goes up to a cop, and this is my this is where it, it all got me. She walks up to a cop, hands him some, hands him uh, a Pepsi a soda, can, right? yeah, Pepsi. Then he looks at his boy with a little smirk, and then it's all good, right? Okay, that's the most realist part of the whole entire commercial. Why would you say that? Any cop will stop his job for a hot chick. <laughs> they all got mistresses. They're all trying to fuck all the time. That is completely true. Every time you true. see a cop driving down the street, he's texting his mistress. He's not like looking up the scene of a crime. No, definitely not. He's trying not. to go get fucked. So At- that's the only thing about that commercial. I was like, huh, that's pretty true. Like, everything <laughs> else. Because I mean, if I was a cop and I'm sitting there all day, I got to go back to, I got my shitty pension and all this fucking shit. And a model walks up to me in the street. She can have me whatever the fuck she wants, and it's all fucking good. I'm not shooting anyone that day. Exactly. So they're right in that point. He might get a blowjob, but he's definitely not shooting anybody. He or he like, might force her to a blowjob because he has a gun. His smirk was like, <laughs> his smirk was like, this hot ass bitch just gave me a soda. Like, hey, she must like me. Pretty much. I should probably get a number. You know, and like dissecting this entire commercial as we are. Um, so the background music to this commercial is uh, Lions by Skip Marley. Now, Skip Marley is Bob Marley's grandson. And I've 
I've talked about Bob Marley many, many, many times in our podcast because he's one of the greatest in my mind. Um, he's definitely a prophet. I'm from the Caribbean islands. I have seen the oppression of, of, of this type of sect of group. I've seen it firsthand. I've been to many, many other Caribbean islands. I have been to Kingston before. I see the life they live. Like going to Kingston is like going to the middle of the Congo in Africa, honestly. That's what it looks like. I'm not going to lie. And this is not me being racist. This is me being observational. And then you see the trajectory and the background of the oppression of these people, their dictatorship, their genocides. And That's everything that Bob Marley was talking about on all their songs. This is what Bob Marley was talking about in every single last song, one of his songs about how to combat that with unity and love because he was against the oppression caused by the Western world and the white man. That's exactly what he was, he was fighting against. Now, Skip Marley got paid to do exactly what his grandfather was against. He completely sold himself to capitalism and sold Which himself... Was exactly what Bob Marley was... Against. Exactly. Sold himself to the white man and the Western world and Los Angeles, and Hollywood, because this was all Hollywood's thought. Yeah, but the guy's name is Skip. I, I mean, I don't know. He's probably, <laughs> he's probably a cool guy. His name is Skip, so I don't trust him. That's a weird name. But also, like, you're a grandson. You're barely a Marley. You know how many kids that motherfucker had? You know how many kids his kids have had? No, I understand, but still, it's just, it's kind of like... That's someone using their name for profit. Definitely. Right? Absolutely. You you hit it right on the nail. That's definitely definitely somebody using their name for, for profit. He did not once think this is going no, to wait, get... Let me guess. He's a, a millennial? Probably. Is he, is he in the commercial? Yeah, probably. He did not once think this is going to go against everything my family fought for. Everything my family stood for. Not once because he was thinking of that big fat check. Now, what, and so was, honestly, and so was Kendall because I'm thinking what kind of 21-year-old sees the spec for this commercial mm. and does not see or read between the lines. They can't see how how bad it is, how insulting it yeah, is the, for ethnicities. But the opposition to that is like, hey, I'm just doing my job. Like, I'm an actor. Like, da, da, da. Because that's true. If you think about it, if you're an actress and someone asks you to do a movie, right, and you read the script and you say, I agree with the movie, and it comes out and it's like, you're like, wow, I didn't know I was in, like, a movie that said that like, like, the it, Holocaust was fake. Exactly, I'm Jewish. pretty much. You would be fucking pissed. Of course I would, but I think... But I, would you say something, or would you be like, fuck? No, I would say something. I think I think I would never even put myself in a situation that's going to go against everything I believe now, in. Now, that's what I am saying, because I personally had a situation where I was asked to be in a music video, and it was told to me, this is a prop- this is a piece about something happening in the world. Are you down? And I said, no. One, because I'm not into pushing other people's agendas. If I'm going to push an agenda, it's going to be my agenda. Exactly. It's going to be like the Xbox agenda. Like, <laughs> I want more time for Xbox and weed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not going to push your, like, whatever agenda. Exactly. So I, I said no. And they were all mad at me. And, and I was like, this is your shit. I don't want to do it. And I don't think that's what Hollywood really even understands anymore is you have – your own choice. You don't have to do you these things. You don't have things. to do you these things. There's other opportunities. You don't this have to be a shill. Rich. This girl just came from Paris doing $100 million campaigns. This girl's getting paid $20,000 every time she leaves her house. Probably more like $50,000. She doesn't need the fame and she doesn't need to no, do this. Right. What, I'm more, what I'm more concerned about is this. The fact that she's 21, the fact that she has all these followers, the fact that does that generation of right now 16 to 24 maybe more let's say let's let's bring it up no let's bring it up to like 30 let's please. bring it let's yeah, bring no. it up to like 28 28, 28 29 this is what i'm more concerned about so this age group do they not see what's going on are they all really drinking this red kool-aid are they really drinking the red pill are they really stopping themselves from really seeing the realities from having their third eye open but like, how could she not see, as somebody was explaining this commercial, how that could be insulting? And I feel like she wouldn't be the only one in her age group that would not see that. I feel like most of them wouldn't see it. I, I agree because, you know, if you're, let's say you're a, a millennial and you went to college, right? Let's yeah. say you went to a major university in the United States of America, right? Yeah. I want to say, unless they're specifically like a Jesuit or like a, a Catholic or whatever, you're being taught a liberal 
very blue ideology. Yeah. Very gray. Very no no no, but but very blue. So they've been completely like kind of people, institutionalized, right? Just like they institutionalize every kid well, anyway. You have to get them when they're young. Yeah, but pe- but people think they're being liberals when they're not being liberals. When well, they're like, well, they when they're know, they don't even know what. Exactly. They don't even know what's her. That's why I'm saying it's gray because people are going out there. Kids are going out there. Oh, I'm a liberal. Oh, I believe in equality. All lives matter. Well, guess what, buddy? All lives are not being shot by cops. Only the black ones are. So you better choose your words correctly. For sure. Because white people are not getting shot. It's not that white people don't matter. It's like white people don't matter in this scenario because they're not the ones getting shot. But the agenda that's being kind of fed to these kids, that's why you have um, the voting rate is down. With kids, you think they would all go vote when when Obama came in? It was a perfect time for all that because what they did in the in the education system it set everyone up for that. Then all the kids went out and voted, right? But now I think that it is gray because they are just completely just done. They're just like constantly being told what to do. Yeah, I don't like being told what to do. I don't want to go to school and then you tell me that now I have to believe in this, that, and the other, right? So I think what yeah. that creates is a kid that's kind of numb. I think that in regards to media. Um, if you go to a TMZ or if you go to a media takeout or you go to any of these, you know, celebrity gossip sites, which yeah. are fucking huge. You don't understand. We all we all go to we these all sites. go to them. I millions go to them every morning. And millions and yeah. millions of people. I go to all of them every morning as well. Yeah. And it's not even for work. And it's I'm not... like programmed to do this shit. OK. And you Definitely. know what? There's like five stories between them all the way across. OK. We live in a world of billions of people. This world is so vast. We have the ocean, we have the sky, we have the mountains, we have all this all this opportunity. There's seven billion this, people in this in this all this stuff to in this world. do, all these yeah. different lives to look into, right? And there's only five, six stories. Celebrity stories a day. And and it's not that I even need them. It's like, oh, I need another guy to beat his wife, or like, oh, I need another guy to get it. I don't need any of that shit. I'm saying what they are feeding is so limited. It'd be mm-hmm. like if you only feed your kids hamburgers, Kool-Aid, and crack. They're going to have diabetes. They're, that's We're in a generation of, of, of mental diabetes. Thank you. For sure. It's like everyone's looking for more, looking for more, and they're not even giving you mental anything. Obesity, they... Mental obesity, me- mental laziness, mental diabetes. We're in, in a society where we're being fed the wrong thing, the wrong yeah. thing. On a constant basis. And I'm talking on a 24-hour, around-the-clock basis. We are being fed the wrong thing. And people are falling for it. And nobody's stopping it. And, And I'm sorry to say, and people always hear us say, oh, we're the best podcast. And we know what we're talking about. But unfortunately, if you look back to all our other episodes that we have put out, we have prophesized, prophesized pretty much everything that's going on now. Not because... We're clairvoyant and not because we're witches or you're a warlock. It's because we're actually seeing things. We have it's we right have, there in front of be, our it, face. It's right in front of our faces and we are not taking anything for face value. We're going out there and ma- and getting all our information and making our own conclusions. And these are not even assumptions because everything that we've talked about, let's with within the whitewashing and uh, like the whole backlash of the elections and everything that had to do with Black Lives Matter and everything that has to do with social media and this and that, it's going it's happening right now. Right. Because it's been happening in front of our faces and I'm sorry, but you guys are not are not seeing. You guys are not having your third eye open. You need to open and really open yourself to really read between these lines. No, you know what? It um, this actually reminds me of, and that commercial reminds me of. Um, so I have a friend, and her dad is successful, right? Yeah. And then she she comes into the entertainment industry, kind of on the bottom, right? And and then I think she has like a sibling, you know, on on the other side of the camera or something. And they're all moving towards living in Hollywood, working on this stuff, right? And I'm seeing her Instagram and stuff, and she's like working. And you know, we talk here and there. And she's like, you know, you inspire me, and I'm like, no, it's it's all good. It's nice to see your stuff too. You inspire me, blah blah. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, all of her posts are like, "Women's March," "I'm a feminist," like all this stuff, right? Yeah. Mind you, she has a boyfriend who she probably lives with, right? So she's she's alienating her own boyfriend in her own home, right? Which mm-hmm. completely demasculates him, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> so all her posts are like feminine. We have to fight, and she's at the at the women's march. Apparently, there's like a women's march, like yeah. all 
like all the ladies were mad or something. <laughs> so That's she's not all what into is, this woman okay. saying I'm a feminist thing, and, da, 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 da. and I'm looking at, and I'm, I'm like, ah, but like, why, why? What about your life has ever been oppressed? Yeah. What about women around you has mm-hmm. ever been oppressed? What about your current situation is oppressed? Nothing. Nothing. You're the fucking it's a, it's elite. A, it's Why elitist. are you complaining? Well, who the fuck are you it's protesting? A, it, well, it's, it's what are you the, protesting? It's the same people that that are vegetarians. If they only knew vegetarians a first world commodity, it's not. You go anywhere else in the world, and you yeah, have whole tri- foods is new. And you have tribes like fighting for the last goat in the freaking in the in the freaking town. Why? because that's the last meat they have so it, it's it's the same thing as really well college educated people shouting feminism or racism when they've never really experienced all this yeah, racism like what have you ever been called a nigger oh no because you're another race so what the fuck are you talking about oh but i'm empathetic i'm like you cannot be empathetic yeah, in something empathetic that you can in ne- your car you, you, in your exactly you can't be empathetic you got, like, in something that you have never felt before and you can't really put yourself in their shoes because there's people living while you're the one living that empathetic racially empathetic life your friend next to you is actually getting stopped by the security guards and being searched. And, but and, you're not. And, and they're doing that, though. And check this out. And they're happy still. Yeah. They're an oppressed people, yet still happy. yet still smiling. Still I wanna... that, and you're the one all upset. You're like, oh, my college class is so hard with all the black people not in my class. It's very impressive. <laughs> like, just go to school. Do exactly. You, you know do. what's really funny? Actually, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I went to uh, this. Uh, there's a show, Absinthe, going on in uh, LA Live. And um, I work in a restaurant, so they gave a whole bunch of us uh, these tickets to go to the, see the show. So me and two servers went. One is half a Colombian, half a Puerto Rican, and the other one is white from Minnesota. We all get along. We all went together. Now, while as we're making the line, the my white friend has a backpack, and we're all standing, and he's like, oh, you think they're going to search my backpack? And me and the other server, who's the half Colombian, half Puerto Rican, we literally looked at him at the same time and said, but you're white. And then we laughed about it. And then he's like, what? I'm like, and then we started laughing and we started making like a joke about it. And then we passed through security. His bag wasn't checked. My friend was completely patted down and my purse was checked, which is fine. But the fact is that he later called me the next day and he's like, Natalia, I wrote down in my journal about what happened this evening, last night, because I couldn't believe what you just said. And I take it for granted every single, he called me to say this. Mm. I take it for granted every single day, the privilege and the elitism that I have to be able to be white, to be able to walk somewhere and nobody even checks anything that I have. And you guys have to go through and everybody checks what you guys have and you guys still make fun of it and you still laugh about it. And you know what I said to them? We have to laugh about it because if we don't laugh about it, then we cry about it. And then it becomes something so fucking sad. I bet the people that checked you and your friend were also of color. Yeah, they were Latin. They they were Latin. That's crazy. But look, soon enough, though, your boy, he's going to go to places and the white dude is going to start searching him. What? Because this is what has been created for, I want to say our people. But when I say our people, I mean like everyone of any kind of color that is not necessarily like i don't want to say white but i mean just like caucasian caucasian Caucasian, european anything caucasian persuasion yeah exactly exactly but they're creating they've already created like a self-hatred right so we don't trust each other no and this is what you know i was telling you about the jewish community a lot how they support each other right i lived in the heart of hancock park where it was all you know traditional right um you know, Orthodox, right? Yes. Jewish people. And I was impressed. Mm-hmm. I love the community sense. I love they stick together. The, the kids go to the same schools. That and it's not like, it's they understand what works. They understand about their history. They yes. understand about their ideology. Absolutely. They understand about their religion. They understand about all this stuff and they keep it good. They could be here, there, wherever, anywhere in the whole world, but they are able to maintain their stuff. Unlike all of, us other people who we don't trust each other. We cross streets and we see another person. We're not saying good morning to somebody. But then yeah. it comes to security. Why is all TSA, why is all security, all black people and all Latin people? 
Yeah. Why? They and, push and it to these people. They get them in there, and then they teach them to hate their own race. Pretty so much. You got a bunch of people hating themselves, where everyone else just gets to skirt through. Pretty much. And this is something that's being institutionalized into people. Yeah. So it's so like you said, it's self hatred. It's demoralizing. Like you're not searching the white guy with the backpack yet. Every fucking thing you see on TV. It's the guy is, with the white backpack. He's trying to tell you the white guy with the backpack. And, and and the fucking knife and the Uzi in the middle of the mall. Every single time, or in the middle, or in high school, it's always the freakishly the whitest one that you can get, the the green white one, because he hasn't seen sunlight in seven years. Who is going into schools, elementary schools, and freaking bombing, using pipe bombs to bomb the entire place up? It's always them, but we're the ones that are being looked at, and we're the ones that are hating ourselves, and we're hating our own culture, and we're looking down on our own culture. We're being scared of ourselves. Well, that's the thing and then too. now I... we have commercials on top of that telling us that this white girl with brown hair is going to be their leader and she's going to save us from all of this. She's going to be our savior. Yeah, it teaches you not to trust yourself because you ain't shit. Okay, so let's get back on this on this let's commercial. Let's get back we on this, man. We are, we are uh, on okay, so fire out, today. <laughs> so this is what I, I have notes. Okay, wow. Okay, everyone out there on our, you can write? on our 20th episode. Well, it's barely legible. Look at this shit. This is like, this is like I wrote it this with my like left foot. chicken scratch. This is like I'm pointing at Daniel Day-Lewis like I wrote this with my left foot. Okay. <laughs> uh, millennials will not get that. That's a no, movie. they will It's a movie called My Left Foot. It's real. That's real art right there, motherfuckers. Okay, here we go. This is, this is what I, I said about this commercial. I think this commercial was an attack on... Um, on our intelligence, right? Yes. And we agreed on that. Yes. I think it was an attack on creativity. So I say about six years ago, um, I had the opportunity to be like a PA on on a Pepsi job. But I did it because of the director. I was David LaChapelle. Like super oh, wow. famous so art guy, everybody, right? Anybody yeah. that doesn't know who David LaChapelle, go ahead, Google him. He's a super... Director, art photographer. He's yeah, a Madonna, he's, he's Tupac, a mad like he's, like he's a mad genius in his work. He he's like an idiot he's, savant. He's, he's, <laughs> he really is. He definitely <laughs> is. So, shouts out to him. So, uh, I get to set. You know, it's a Pepsi thing that he's doing. Um, and I'm telling you, it was the same fucking commercial. It was a bunch of like. <laughs> Weird, insane clown posse looking people. It was a bunch of weird looking young people of all races and mixes, right? Yeah. Like dancing in the street for no reason. Yeah. And like holding up fucking Pepsi signs. And I will put this on my Twitter at some point today, Young King Eric uh, on Twitter, at Young King Eric uh, with the C and a K. I will put a picture up and you'll see me on set and you'll see a girl holding up a sign. It could have been the same fucking commercial. She's wearing sequins like for no reason. Okay, so there's that. Attack on creativity because they're now just regurgitating the same commercial. Insert yeah. white girl, right? Okay. Yes. One, I believe it, it was an attack on ethnicities. Absolutely. It was an attack on ethnicities because if you if you constantly throw up a black person and they're dancing all the fucking time. Oh my god. Kind of racist put, might as well put black face for me, Jigaboo. Like, yeah. Come on now, stop. Yeah. Stop with the fucking black people always doing the always doing the, the fucking pop lock and drop. Pop lock and drop. Yeah. Because I went to a white high school and all these little white dudes were trying to break dance. Exactly. So where are they? Go hire these guys. This motherfucker. They need a like, job too. You're not seriously. even hiring your own people now. They they come might on. they might as well put in a freaking a little jazz band and a fucking black face and actually do hiring, the freaking two step. Look, they're not even hiring their own people. So you're not gonna put in a white guy break dancing because what you think that that might be, be racist? Racist? <laughs> okay, so it's not about the dance though; it's about a black guy dancing. Okay? Exactly. So you, okay, so you prop up the black guys dancing, right? Also, prop, good that you say prop them up because they're a prop, course. and they don't even understand. Because they're happy to get the commercial. Yeah, the money. they're not even understanding how when they're getting their job, how they're demoralizing themselves against self hatred. We're talking it's about self hatred. All this shit is self hatred and demoralizing you yourself. It's like, oh, da da da. Let me. I want to go get my septum pierced, a tattoo, and then we're going to a march, and then we're drinking lean. Like, no. Exactly. It's all bad. Okay, it's all... so anyways. <laughs> um, I like the lean part, though. I don't think they are speaking to a generation. I don't think they're speaking for a generation. I think they are creating a generation. Like we, t- like we said, a yes. generation of idiots. Absolutely. A generation of people who are so numb and so fucking selfish that they're unable to see any wrong in anything they do. They could put up... You see people putting a fucking blackface on the internet. You see people doing all kinds of wild shit, saying shit, dropping in bombs and all this fucking nonsense. And there's nothing wrong with that. In their eyes, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing they don't know wrong with, about history. With, with, with when uh, 
a 19 year old white dude goes to his friend who's 19 years old and he says what's up my nigga <laughs> there's not apparently there's nothing wrong with that because they, apparently they didn't go to school and they don't know and they don't know the history behind using but i got a that, bunch of little homies who do that, that who do that, that and i'm word. not mad at them yeah i'm not mad at them because i don't think they're very smart well you can't be mad at, at, at stupid right because they're just plain stupid i i i wouldn't call my friends stupid per se i i just think that when it comes to being smart about history these kids aren't because they've been taught something else. Yeah. They've been taught what we taught. If you see history books that even we had in school, they're not the same history books. They're like completely it's, wrong. It's called like how to rape and pillage an entire country and call it their own. It's revisionist history. Yeah. Right? So this, <laughs> Talk like, about alternative facts. That's like, I think it's funny that you say that because U.S. history is alternative. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, I remember going to U.S. history actually in Puerto Rico, believe it or not. Um, I took t two years of U.S. history and two years of European history. And and this was years ago. I mean, I'm talking about I'm 30, I'm 32 now. So what is it? 18 years ago. So this is 18 years ago. And what I learned 18 years ago and what I know now are two completely different things. It's a you might you might as well have burned the entire earth and reborn. And then we have new history because everything I learned was ridiculous, it was a crock of shit. It's literally called how to rape and pillage and 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 demoralize and kill and genocide entire countries and lands and claim them as their own and put flags on top and make coins out of people's faces yep that's exactly what it is it's so, crazy so right all that being said i also think that this is a huge distraction of course uh, it, it's all distractions number one it's all distractions but also yeah. i'm gonna go straight conspiracy you know i'm gonna close the notes Oh, here we go. I think that Coca-Cola fucking did this whole situation. I think I think Coca-Cola, <laughs> I think Coca-Cola low-key bought Pepsi, right? They put and this shit out because like you said before we started this show, no one drinks Pepsi. No, but okay. So this is what I'm saying. Like, not only does Pepsi just suck, like I've been bartending for years. Have you ever years. had it? It's not even carbonated. No, it's I, like scissor. Yeah, it pretty much. I've been bartending for years, and I think in the years that I've been bartending, I think two people, two people have come up, and I'm the, I've talked to hundreds of thousands of people. Were they transsexual? Two people had no. Two people no? Have come see, up. No, see, they don't even drink this shit. Are asked for Pepsi, and I think one of them was wearing a cardigan around his collarbone, so you can already imagine the type of was asshole. He black? No. See? Black people don't drink it either. Okay, go on. So, I mean, nobody really orders Pepsi. Pepsi's like a Pepsi's like that kid in school that has a lot of money, but he's trying to he's trying too hard and trying to buy his way into being cool, but it doesn't really ever pan out. Yeah, and then he tries Coke and's like, "Why was I drinking Pepsi?" Exactly. No one, and, and and that's not even us saying Coke is better. I it's mean, just, Coke, it you is. pour Coke on paint, it like starts to fucking fizzle and then like burns a hole through the ground. So like it's all gonna kill you. But I'm saying at least one is it's carbonated. At least one tastes better than the other one. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna be ruining your body and your fucking brain with all this sugar, you might as well get the one that I mean It's like doing bad Coke. But but when you think about it, when you think the about cola. it, even cocaine is not named Pepsi. It's named <laughs> Coke. It's named Coke. Nobody ever said in the history of this world has have they ever said Oh, can I get a line of that Pepsi? Ain't no one want that. Ain't no. If somebody said that, I'll be like, ooh, get that fucking crack cocaine away from me. Not even crack cocaine. Get, get that no baby powder. They'll be like, get that baby powder away from me. They don't even sell Pepsi at the store, if you think about it. No, the only way they sell Pepsi is like in like those guns that they have in like horrible bars. You know what? <laughs> is Sierra Mist owned by Pepsi Cola? Yeah, I think it's Mountain Dew and Sierra Mist. Yeah, Sierra That's Mist. That's Pepsi. Yeah. Okay, so. Taco Bell. Taco Bell is the only one that carries it. Right? Not that I've ever been there. I love Taco Bell. Uh, before 1 a.m. Um, but even when I go to a Taco Bell, I always I'd get, get the a water. Mist or water I or always something. get a water, which is Aquafina, which is owned by Pepsi too. And Wait, is Dasani owned by Pepsi too? Everything no, Dasani they... is uh, Coca Cola. Oh, that sucks. And Aquafina is Pepsi. Oh, that but, really sucks. But Aquafina <laughs> is literally made by the water in, in Flint, Michigan. I'm not even kidding you. That the the water and I they just put in like blue drops. To yeah, make it look the the water, like water bottle that it's like made out of lead. So Pepsi is bad in so many ways. <laughs> so, fuck Pepsi, right? I think. Are they the problem? They're not the problem, though. They're no, just a small part. No. This is just one example. Okay, so that's not the problem. The problem is us. the The problem is that 
we are buying into it. The problem is that we're drinking the Kool-Aid. The problem is that we refuse to do our own research and we refuse to stick to our guns when we feel that something is not right because we're afraid to go and, and, and be the leader of our, of our own pack or be shunned away by different packs. And as the older I get, the less I care about what people really think about me and, right. the, and the less I care about the things that I think that people call me crazy for because like you see they keep happening so i'm really not that crazy i'm like a realist i'm the only person and i'm one of the very few people people that are actually seeing it and document it and i'm not afraid to get the backlash i am not afraid to get phone calls or emails saying you can't say that no, that's you can't, the self-hatred yeah, though that's the self-hatred i'm saying that yeah. they're pushing is because they're you, trying to make me scared. They're trying to make you scared. They're trying to make me scared for being judged. Being judged and for believing, for not believing in what they want me to believe in and for actually finding out what's really happening. Yeah, and to go and, back and to there, your other point about being judged, though. And I'm being threatened. I'm being, being threatened being constantly. Threatened. Look, that's the whole thing, too. Sorry to cut you off. You're being not only like you're living in fear. You're not, is what you're saying, which is true because you. You say whatever the fuck you want to say. I mean, and I believe what I want, and I believe what I see, what I'm really seeing. Like again, you read between the lines. I can't believe there are people out there that are actually taking whatever is being fed to them, and they're and they're eating it and digesting it and pooping it out and then redoing it again. No, they're pooping it out. They're regurgitating it, which they're is why you can go on any social media source and you see normal people with normal lives, right? regurgitating news stories that are straight up propaganda straight up propaganda. and they're regurgitating it as their own opinion yes which fuck the like the zombie apocalypse and all this stuff how about the clone war that is going on it's an assault on our intelligence is what we're talking about yes and what's cool about what you're saying though is is the judge right so now they've created a judge, a jury, and an executioner. Mm-hmm. And that's all within us. Mm-hmm. All right? So, We're martyrs of our so own lives. So we judge ourselves, yeah. right? We... We're the jury because there's other voices in there telling us, hey, dude, yeah. you fucked up, or, you know, you shouldn't say anything, da 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 blah And then when you do, then you try to kill yourself with drugs and alcohol. <laughs> and, you, and, you know, I, I, and, you, and you try to stop those voices in your head, the one, the real ones, the real ones well, that are telling you the reality how, of what's going on. How about if the voice inside of you, right, is telling you that maybe the other people who are out there that you're so afraid of who are going to judge you aren't really the judge. What happens then is you start going to spirituality, like you're saying. Yeah. And you go find out who the real judge is. Exactly. And it ain't none of these motherfuckers on social no. media. Absolutely. It's not, it's not CNN. It's not no. fucking TMZ. It's no. not any of these people. The real judge is actually like your fucking soul. Your soul. It's, 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 your it's, life. It's your, your, your life, your future, the your future kids, your mom. Like, Yeah. That's... How, how you decide to... The legacy you decide to give to this world is might be one of your judge. If if yeah. if your legacy is is repeating media and and not realizing what's really going on, then that's the legacy you left. And unfortunately, you're gonna have to live with that. But I won't live with that because I'm being as true as I can be to myself and to everybody out there. Yeah. Hence the the reason for the, for this show right. because. Again, I'm not it's 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 about not being afraid and people and people need to actually start being true to themselves and if you lose friendships because you're being yourself, they weren't your friends to begin with because true. I don't know any friends that will stop being friends with somebody just because their train of thought and their belief system changed because friendships are not based on that. They're not based on on believing the same thing. That's that's a cult. Yeah. That's that's a fucking religious cult. Well, if you think about it like we all want our friends. We all want this little thing, and I want to be liked, and everyone wants to be liked, and I get it. I want to be liked. You know, we all want to be liked at the end of the day. And this judge, right? This judge that we're all afraid of, which is our friends, our you know, our social things. You go on Facebook, you write something, people are like, "Oh, I can't believe you know you voted for that person. Or, I can't believe you believe in that." Or da da da. But then again, you could be the biggest scumbag in the fucking earth. You could be a murderer, a rapist, a fucking child killer. You could be. But ever. you guys have the same political ideologies, but, and it's fine. Well, that too. But look, <laughs> you could be the biggest. I personally could be the biggest scumbag in the history of the fucking earth, and my mother will still love me. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, who the fuck am I trying to impress? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it, it's 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 all. 
it's all fucked up out there. And and this isn't helping. I'm, but you know what? I'm, I'm glad that this commercial came out and I was reading an article on the internet and <laughs> the internet's going to kill us two people, by the way. Yeah. But uh, that's that's a whole other podcast. It already has. Yeah. Um, I was reading this article on the internet how this Pepsi commercial actually united the internet and united all these ethnicities. And I found it very funny because I heard that and the first thing that popped into my head, and I'm going to go a little bit here with history, is Malcolm X. And, and just roll with me in this one. Malcolm X used to invite the leader of the Ku Klux Klan to all his speeches and all his protests, real protests. If you ever want to see a real fucking protest, go Google Malcolm X protests. Those are, that's what a real protest looks like. People are crying and people are angry and people are getting shot and people are getting attacked by dogs and people are getting attacked by hoses and, and it's horrible. That's what a protest looks like. So don't, don't get it twisted because people are dancing with their art and having photographs in a downtown area that that's what a protest looks like. No. So Malcolm X used to invite the leader of the Ku Klux Klan to all his speeches and all his protests and he would show up and he would take front row and they would commend each other because they were fighting an actual cause, which is how to keep their people together. And... And that's what I thought when I thought about this whole like this whole protest, this whole this whole Pepsi commercial and how it brought the Internet together. This commercial brought different ideologies, different colors, different religions and had them finally come together in agreeing this is not right. What you just did and what you just tried to sell us and what, what kind of media bullshit you just tried to like fucking throwing it was dumb our, as fuck like, like a throwing muslim girl face. a muslim girl is a photographer like yet they're in like it looks like a muslim country somehow everything and there's like one muslim guy the whole and the whole protest is one one black muslim guy and one black or, or, or one like asian ish muslim girl and they like throw them in there surrounded by like out of place black people dancing out of, out of place, doing the, 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 the jigaboo dance out, doing... of, out of place trannies out of place white people yeah. out of place everyone it and it's just, like we just throw this all but together the, but that's what they want yeah, you know what that but, makes but but the, i i feel like i'm i'm glad this happened just just so we can maybe this could set that reset button for a second maybe just maybe you know you never know but maybe for a second people like for just one day i think people realized pepsi realized that we're not as dumb as you think we are you can't control us as much as you think you can. You know, people are up in arms about it. F fucking Kendall Jenner is in hiding because she's completely embarrassed that she her mental capacity wasn't strong enough or wide enough to understand that everything that she was signing up for was completely wrong. And now that she's seeing it, she probably feels like the biggest fool in the world. And she's probably yeah. crying about it. And she's well, probably and she's probably thinking what the fuck did I sign up for? And I'm happy that happened as well because it's going to create conscious and somebody as elitist as her and might just open up that little rosebud of understanding, wow, this is the real world. This is what's really happening. And that's what we need. We need people that are s so much in the media constantly having some sort of understanding of what real people go through on a real day basis. That well, has I, nothing to do with sharing any type of soda or going to any type of protest. It has to do with the fact that I walk out of my house and I go into a store or I get into my car and then it's 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 every man for themselves. Yeah. And that's well, they, well, well, and I, I'm glad that maybe people... In media fashion, yeah. it's completely glazed over. It's like we could make a real touching, heartfelt a commercial that could move fucking mountains, you know, that could exactly. really make a change, that could really be strong and really powerful. And don't tell me these artists aren't out here. Don't tell me these writers aren't out here. Don't tell me these minds they aren't are out, out there. here. Because they're fucking everywhere around me. I'm one of them. You're one of them. Yeah. All my motherfucking friends are smart as fuck and can write dope ass shit. Exactly. Way better than that fucking crap you just fucking do. We could right? probably make that commercial for $5,000 in, in two days. Look, and we made the commercial with David LaChapelle already. Okay? <laughs> so, but... 
this is why I think it's a distraction for two reasons. One is everyone's up in arms. You just said it. And it's true. Yeah. They're all over. Even like the mainstream media, right? Which is how you know it's a distraction. When the mainstream media starts making fun of it, you know it's a distraction. Because yeah. they could be talking about some real shit that's going on all over the world, but they'd rather talk about Again, another Jenner slash Kardashian. Exactly. Right? That's how, topic. how did it go back right? to this that? This is a fucking big media thing. So that's what I'm saying. It's a distraction. But also, the biggest thing for me, and it fucking makes me crazy, like I'm so furious, is why is no one saying that Kendall Jenner has the flattest ass you've ever seen on a fucking commercial? <laughs> Have you seen the end of that? When her jean, she has to like do a little jean with like just to make sure like she has... It's fucking disgusting. Well, that's that's. Does that's, no one want to talk about that's this? That's like Kylie Jenner's original ass right there too. They both have the same body well, type. Well, she needs to get on on, on Kylie's on diet, the Kylie diet or something, and get a fake <laughs> ass because at the end of that commercial, that's the most offensive. You're not only pushing her out there as like a woman of some kind of ethnic or like whatever yeah, persuasion or something, but, but she's uh, built like uh a, like like a number two pencil, and then you throw her in in like jeans and do a profile <laughs> shot at the end. Let's fire that guy. Whoever, whoever <laughs> editor put that shot of that girl's flat ass in this commercial, it's offensive. Oh, my God. You know what? I'm so happy that we made this uh, show today. First of all, it's our 20th show. And, and and this show has no breaks in it. We just we just talked for an hour. We just talked for an hour. I think it's... I think I'm happy that we, that we continue to do our show. I think it's very important. I think... The listeners, the few listeners we do have out there, I know they love us. There's a bunch of us. There's hundreds of you. There's thousands of you. I know. I know. I know. Um, We've actually getting a lot of traction. We've our listeners have gone up by like 500, which is amazing. And I want you guys to like that a week. But anyways, it's really dope. Yeah, it's really dope. And I and I really like that you guys are supporting what we do. Um, And I think it's very important for you to just keep listening because the things that we say. I know they sound crazy sometimes, and I know they're all up and down, and they're all over the place. But we there's a lot of substance. There's a lot of meat in what, in what we say. And I know that you listen to our show, and not a week goes by that you're sitting in a dinner table, or you're sitting at somebody's house, or you're smoking weed, or you're drink, having a drink, or you're just having a conversation maybe in school. And, and something that we said comes up. And I know it's not from us. It's that two weeks later, the mainstream decides to like slowly spit it out because they have to backtrack. Exactly. And uh, and I just want to say this and it's not to toot our own horns, but it's just because I know our listeners really do believe in us. We are the alternative media. We are the people that are really here doing this and we're living this life. We're not out there going to a place and reporting what's going on. We're actually living this on a day-to-day basis. So just keep an open heart and an open mind because I know that everything we say is going to come up and is going to affect you eventually in your life. And every time that happens, just think about something funny we said or think about something real we said to help you navigate through all that and help you navigate through all the bullshit and help you see the reality and help you stand firm on your ground of who you are and your core and don't let yeah. anybody change that and and it's not it's not bad to have a core to have a backbone. some kind of ethics and backbone and stuff like that and yeah and just to like to add like a cherry on top of this whole situation is like when I go meet these these air quotes celebrities in private, yeah. at least the ones that I know or come into contact with, and we have these private conversations, you know what they're saying? What we're saying. They're saying something's wrong. They're saying yeah. this shit is crazy. They're saying all this but stuff. But they can't but say it. But they're not being paid to do that. Yeah, they can't so, say it because they because have a contract. They're being paid to do something. Yeah, they're, they have a contract. They have an agent. They have a manager to pay. They have a PR person. And they're being controlled by Svengali's and like little marionettes. And they're, and they're being paid to be like little, little lap dogs and monkeys. Because unfortunately, this is Hollywood. And you get paid to do that. You don't get yeah. paid to spew the reality. Now, we don't get paid for this. This is why we don't give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And for somebody who's listening to this and says, oh my God, I can't deal with them. Why can't they talk about something more funny? Then this fucking show is not for you. Go ahead and unsubscribe. Because I, I don't need Wait, that. I thought my little thing about Kendall Jenner having no ass was hilarious. You no, know, I know. But you know what but I'm it's saying? It's also true. But you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not really willing to listen to realities of 
of every day, then maybe this show's not for you. But I know the people that do listen to us, they, they know who we are and they feel the same way. And they just need a voice like us to say it. They, every, every, everything everybody's thinking, we go ahead and say, and I have no problem with that. And I'm going to leave that show right there. Because I yes. don't give a fuck. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> oh, wow. I, got, I was like up in arms today. I was I was very emotional about this uh, show, actually. This is, no, me too. I mean, I... I, I, I was I was very taken I'm aback. Like yelling. But yeah, I, I also by think everything that... that's been going on. I, I think it's... it's, it's I'm, I'm happy that I got to say my piece because I think I can let it go. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't have to bother me. And I know they're like, why would something like that bother you so much? And it's because, again... It's it's the day to day life that I live. Well, it's a day to look. It must be, it must suck. And and I've actually said this in the past. Yeah. On our show and just, you know, in private. I was raised by women. I saw I saw the plight of the woman. Mm-hmm. Right now, to be a woman in the United States with this media world that we live in, must be fucked up. It's horrible because you're constantly being misrepresented, and. And then you add ethnicity, then and then you add, images I mean, like I mean, images even, of, of of beauty. What beauty is supposed I mean, to look just, like? It's it's crazy. This whole pretend like all inclusive new world order fucking bullshit. Like we all belong together, and the United States is this place where we all come, and the we're, we're a global world. No, no, no. There's a globe, and they have their own world. We don't have to have it right here in in our backyard where we're just like a global community. And we all. And you look like this, and I look like that, and you wear stilts, and I'm supposed to be cool with that, and <laughs> and you, you know, and you drive like a weird looking car, and it's all good, but, but then, you would think that more people would be happy, right? If this is if this is what we've all wanted, no, this is what they want. This is what they wanted, and people are less happy. Mm-hmm. People are more alienated mm-hmm. because they don't even have their family. This is all again an assault on family. Imagine if you were a white dude right now you would feel alienated if you were a black man you feel alienated if you're a muslim woman you're alienated you're chinese you're japanese you're any of these things you're alienated because when you look at tv they're misrepresenting you so now you just feel alone and misunderstood so how is this helping anything it's not it's making everyone feel fucking weird about everything yeah Instead of and, actually and, and, pushing shit that maybe just makes you feel fucking good or But it's happy just, it, it's creating barriers where it took us so long to break down barriers and we're going back. We're going back to creating all these walls and barriers between no, no, all no. of us. No, but now what is being pushed is you have broken all these barriers as a woman. Congratulations. Now you could be a man. Wait, I thought it was about being a woman. Oh, but I could be whatever I want. Oh, yeah. wait, wait, but... Do you see what that does? Yeah, no, it, it just that's, it makes you crazy. It makes you crazy, and that's why they say women aren't crazy, but we're not crazy. I fought so and hard don't... to I fought so hard to vote as a woman. Now I'm gonna get a penis. Exactly, <laughs> that's insane. Like, exactly, it, 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 but that's but that's a man's perspective on feminism, okay. and that's a man's perspective. No, that's my perspective on like this tranny transgender yeah, fucking bathroom. But shit. um, I don't know. This is. This conversation, but it's Togo, all being yeah. rolled into one. Is it's what all I'm being, saying. yeah. This and it's com- confusing. It, it is confusing, and, and and but that's why I say like stick stick to your guts, stick firm to the ground, and and don't be afraid to be who you are, and don't be afraid to read between the lines. You know, if if you're yeah, read between the if, like if watch what you're seeing yeah. and what are you actually what seeing? Are, what are you actually seeing behind what you're seeing? You know, don't be afraid to do that. Don't be afraid or ask why to like, call why am I out this? something. Like if you see something and it's red, 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 but for some reason you saw a hint of green in there, but nobody saw it. Don't be afraid to call out that hint of green because that hint of green is actually put there. It's there. It's not. It's not you. You're not crazy. It's because you are actually seeing. You're actually having your third eye open. You are you are looking, you know? You are digesting and and you are making your own conclusions. And don't be afraid of that. And this is really when I'm going to leave this show because if not I'm going to talk about this for about Eight hours. For our 20th episode, let's just go for two hours. 20 hours. <laughs> 20 hours. 20th anniversary, 20 hours. Sorry, clients. For 20 days. I'm busy. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm glad we had this conversation. I, I'm glad we let it all here in the dance floor, like I like to call it. You know, this is like a footless, footless, foot, loose. 
<laughs> Footloose. <laughs> I can't even Footloose. say that word. Ooh, Puerto Rico. Man, Puerto Rico. <laughs> She's making you look bad. See? I know. Anyway, um, guys, thank you for tuning into my so-called LA Live. Thank you. This is our 20th episode. Thank you for supporting us. Go ahead, add us on Instagram at my so-called LA Life. Write reviews. Send me an email. Send me a DM. Tell me how much you love me. Tell me how much you hate me. Tell me how much you want to be my best friend or fuck me. I don't care. And uh, that made that 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 was quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like I always say, make fun of yourself and everybody else. Life is not that damn serious. But definitely be aware of everything that's going on and stand your ground. Stand your ground. That's a that's a Trayvon Martin tactic. Okay. Yeah. All right. You be safe. Bye. Free your mind. Now, what's freedom to you? Let's talk about it. Take a minute, think it through. I'm all about it. But the concept seems new The coppers still shoot us down on Channel 5 News Lock us up for anything we do to pay dues Some of us walk while some stay snooze Zombies walking around tripping over issues The knowledge is official but it's often misused America mama suits, massaging my back Trying to act like she ain't gonna do me like Pratt Geronimo, take a leap and lay flat I'm down to go for my message to spread across the map Holy cross on my back, got a bullseye on it I gotta get stoned to fulfill my moment Impress my oppressor, Press the opponent, ten of my ancestor, he would've condone it. In search of the healing components, so you would notice if you took notice, but you're too nosy. Time to wake up, won't you come and smell the hot coffee? Stick your noses in the wrong places, wonder you're only. I swear the whole world on me, I'm nothing closer to on me. If you never knew me, then it's just too late to be homies. Homie, say fuck what you told me, I'm riding out by my lonely way. If for the day, the big homie, take these chains off me. I came from, I came from, I came from, a dream, a that the black man black man long ago long ago long ago long ago I'm actually I'm actually sent to you sent to you by your hands by your hands